Greetings, beautiful people. I am blessed, for sure. Um, at peace, for sure. Um, I'm excited for the future, aren't you? You ever get that feeling where it's just, you, you may not even really know what the future holds. You just know that it's going to be amazing, right? If you think about that, I do. I think about things like this. I think about, like, man, I feel good today, right now, for right now. But I also feel good for the future. But then I'm also saying there's a time and a place to be present, present in that moment right right now you have to be present in that moment or maybe you are at a place where you're planning for the future and that's the time to plan for the future so there's a time and a place for everything right that cliche saying we all know that and we need to be we need to be able to use those those tools in order to understand what's actually going on at the time and at that space. And I use these tools also in relationship. I use them in my relationship. Um, this morning, uh, quick story, this is it. These are personal stories um, a lot of times. And sometimes they're made up stories. Sometimes they're I just make them up on the fly. But this is a personal story, um, something that happened this morning. And... We are, it's Friday, and Fridays are pretty hectic. Um, everybody has going separate ways, okay? Um, meaning that myself and Tamara, we, I go to work and she goes to uh, her mops. So I think it's like moms on purpose or something like that. And she does the, some of the so- social media and like the PR work for this ministry, organization, nonprofit, whatever you want to call it. And on Fridays, they have uh, meetings, um, they have uh, coffee time, tea times, different speakers come and share and she'll like record certain things, take pictures and whatnot, and then maybe write a little blurb or something about it. And so we're rushing around in the morning, right? On Fridays, Fridays are busy, right? This person over here wants this breakfast. This person over here wants this breakfast. As adults, as parents, as co-parents, the more wise and mature people. Not really. Um, But we are given the responsibility of kind of facilitating that process. All right. So the breakfast of this morning is oatmeal. Oatmeal and toast and fruit. And outside of that, you can have something outside of that, the children. We have four children outside of that. You can have whatever you want. If we have it in the house, um, you need to make that. And that can get a little challenging. (laughs) Uh, We have a nine-year-old, six-year-old, three-year-old, one-year-old. Everybody's growing into their personalities. Everybody's um, expressing and um, uh, practicing their their new freedom 
and we try to allow like I don't want to say try, but we allow certain things and certain things can't go. You know, if you want to start a painting project and a cutting and building project, probably not the best time in the morning because we're we're all leaving. And so that just not it doesn't work well for everybody at that time. And we can definitely provide that time on, on, you know, Saturdays or Sundays or days where we're not too, too busy. Like Wednesdays are good because Tuesdays we go and we go out and about, um, we have two classes on Tuesday that they go out outside of, we homeschool. And so those two classes are outside of the home in order to, they're, they're like extracurricular activities, like electives, if you will. I think that's what they were called in school. So everyone's running around. One child wants oatmeal, but but doesn't change her mind and didn't want oatmeal and just wanted toast. Then she wanted toast with a certain type of topping. And then one child is doing their hair and is frustrated about their hair and is is challenging about that. And then then my wife, Tamara, she's trying to get ready also. And then the boys are super hungry. They wake up super early and they're ready to eat right away. They pretty much graze all day long. They pretty much wake up, want to eat, 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 eat. They just eat until they fall asleep. <laughs> and then they go to bed and they wake up early and they just kind of do the same thing. Um, and it's kind of hectic. And so, and then we're trying to figure out, you know, how to get me to work. We only have one car. Um, And so it's crazy. And then in the moment, in the heat of things, like I tend to get upset. So I tend to what I do is is mumble and then like complain under my breath. And so um, it doesn't help the situation for sure. Right. It doesn't help that situation. And so this morning it was just that it was. And then. And then I'm washing the dishes, then I'm putting this away and doing that. And I'm trying to get the kids to help. They don't want to help. Um, and so it's it's just a craziness going on. And in the midst of that, my thought as, a, as the leader of this family, I'm also cultivating a new brand new relationship with Tamara this morning. So how does she view, view me? How does she see me? Am I calm? Am I relaxed? Am I upset? Because that's going to be the kind of the basis and the tone of the rest of the people in the house. And so I want to make sure that I can get right real quick. And so there may be times when I mumble, there may be times when I'm upset and it is what it is. You know, Um, I just got to make sure that I'm being what we call pleasant. Are we pleasant with each other this morning? Can we be pleasant this morning? We have the opportunity to be pleasant this morning. What motivates us? What inspires us to be pleasant this morning when we are trying to move around and and facilitate getting out the door and this, this, and that? And so first thing I mentioned, and we'll go with this, we'll go just a couple topics, a couple bullet points, if you will. Um, But um, one of those things is understanding that the relationship is brand new. So every morning, every single morning, we have the opportunity to wake up. In that opportunity, it is a brand new relationship. The old relationship is gone. 
And most people don't realize that. Yesterday is gone. It, it is no more. It, the past is called the past for a reason. It is no more. So it's no more. And that's love, right? That's charity, right? I don't tally all of the wrong things, all of the negative things that someone has done. I don't, that's not my job. When I love, when I, when I say I love you, I'm not saying like ushy gushy, let's cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. Cause if that was the case, I would just say that. But love to me is not necessary. It's it. These things are ideas. These things are also actions. These things are, I'm, I choose to not tally wrong. I choose to understand that today is a brand new day. And I have the opportunity to do all that I can do to demonstrate and to share my life with you. And in that demonstration and in that sharing, some of that's going to be about you and it's going to be for you because that's what I like to do. I enjoy it very, very much. It brings me, it brings me extreme pleasure to know that the person that I'm with the people that I am with, the people that I love and cherish and care for, it brings me great pleasure, extreme pleasure, to know that they are happy, to know that they are joyful, to know that they are relaxed, they're soft, they're ready for the day and throughout the day. It brings me great pleasure to, to, to watch that and to facilitate that if I can, if that's even my role at that time. It may not be, but may, maybe it's my time to just watch. Maybe it's my time to receive. And so that is how, that's a strategy that we use actually in our relationship to be able to understand amongst the chaos, Okay, whatever that may be, you can you can replace all these things with whatever you go, whatever you do, whatever you go through. You can replace them. These are replaceable things. These are not concrete things. This is not the saith Mark. All right. So that's one thing. Another thing is, is our purpose. What do we want? What do we desire? What are we willing to do? What do we have the opportunity to do? Okay? And it's a practice. We we begin to when you start practicing these things, you become these things. You be you embody these things. It becomes you. It's already you actually. Actually, it, it's already this being, this living being, this living being can do whatever it does. So when you talk about personality, <laughs> you're choosing, you can actually do whatever you want. So when you're talking about personality, what are you actually talking about? Do you even know what that personality is? And so my personality is I don't like the morning. So that I can that's a default, if you will. That's that is something that I used to be. So be, being that the past is the past, let the past stay in the past. I no longer choose that. There is there is what I've substituted is I don't speak too early in the morning. I don't like to talk in the morning. I actually don't like to talk at all. 
I love to have times where I'm very, very quiet. I love solitude. I love aloneness. But there are also times that I love to talk. And there's a lot of language that can be spoken without talking. And so as I'm moving, how am I moving? Right? So I have the understanding that the new relationship every day, there's a new relationship every single day. Now, how do I move around the house? What are my movements like? This relationship is a dance. This relationship is movement. This relationship is action. This relationship is Lena. L-I-N-A. It's Lena. Lena is an acronym. It's an acronym that I came up with some time probably oh maybe a 10 years ago a little bit more than 10 years ago um when our first daughter passed away as a preemie um i came up with lena and what it means is love in action and it was my way of making a statement it was my way of at that time and now I wanted to be able to give back I wanted to be able to give back to people that didn't have anything it was something that was missing in me it's something that is a part of me who I am um, and I put that out there in the universe and I prayed about it at the time and what I came up with is I began working at a jail. I talked to you about this before. Um, I was working at a county jail in Redwood City, California. And in that process of me saying, one, I wanted to, I always wanted to work at a jail um, to be able to really do um, one-on-one work with inmates. And I was able to do that and more. That was some of the, if it wasn't for people that I work with, um, put, put that aside, everything else was like perfect. That was the best job, um, I have ever had actually. Um, it was, it was for me and I was for it. And in that process, I met some of the most amazing people. Um, some of the most smartest people, some of the most people smartest people and some of the most amazing people that well you'll never ever know who they are but they have done some amazing things in this country in this world in their city that should go noticed and yet when you speak to them when I spoke to them this person that I'm referring to that I'm thinking about right now. He was one of the chaplains there at the jail. And he spoke Latin and English and I think uh, Spanish too. He was so giving of his time. He pretty much gave his whole entire life 
gave his whole and I met a bunch of people. So that's not even the story. I got to tell you that story maybe some other time. But the point is, is that I wanted to give back. And through that, um, I was able to meet some amazing people that took me to a ministry that um, gave food to the homeless on the streets of Menlo Park, California. Uh, Menlo Park, California, which is where Silicon Valley's CEOs, that's where they live. And there are still homeless. There's a lot of homeless people, actually. We would have at least, at least, um, well, we would have about 60 people out there. Yeah, about 60 people. Some day, Some days were light. For sure, some days were light, um, depending on what they were doing and if they got caught or if it was too cold and they were out of shelter and they couldn't make it or whatever. But anybody could come. Anybody. It didn't matter who you were. I mean, you could have been the CEO of a company or you could have been someone who is not known, right? Who we think is not known, right? Somebody that doesn't have a home. Someone that calls their home the streets, And so in this, we we gave food, um, we talked, and it was some of the best times of my life. And I think I really honestly, I think I have to go into another story. I think I want to save that story because now I'm I'm actually thinking about it right now. it's very impactful um, to to a relationship, you know. Um, it's very impactful to to society, and yeah, man. I, I think back, and I'm just like, wow. Okay, cool. So this dance, right? So I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna share that story on another podcast. Um, because I think it, as I'm talking about it, I think that it needs its own podcast right now. We're talking about marriage. We're talking about relationships. So let's go back to that. Um, so let's go back to the original thought of the dance, the original thought of the relationship and the things that we need to do in order to make this thing, this thing work. Cause it does, it does require work. It does require us to put in something we have to. I don't, I'm not in a relationship because I don't like relationships (laughs) or I don't like people or I don't like women. I'm in a relationship because I love relationships. I thoroughly love them. I thoroughly enjoy them. Are they challenging? Of course. I grow in those things. We grow in those things. We learn, we, we, we understand and we just decide. So going from Christendom, coming from Christendom, being raised in Christendom, there are some amazing things that the Bible has set out for us as guidelines in order to have the best relationship, marriage that we can have. One of the things that it fails in doing, and maybe this is the church's fault, not really sure, 
Uh, well, I do know what I'm talking about. It's definitely the church's fault. What we call the church. I'm not saying what the Bible is and what God is. I'm just saying the church that was made in America, the church that was made from England is what we really are referring to. Um, when we when we do the research, that's really where it's coming from. And is coming from Catholicism to, Christ, to Christendom was birthed there. Everything is birthed. We are the child of England. We are the children of the crown. Um, that has not gone away. I'm getting off topic. Stay on topic. Okay. So <laughs> we, the thing that is, is not really, what is not said is the steps and the embodiment of being in a, in a relationship and why I no longer will associate my, I don't, I don't associate myself as a Christian. If someone asked me, are you a Christian? I would say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am not a, a Christian. Um, and if somebody asked me, you know, I would say like, if somebody asked me, are you married? Of course I'm, I'm married. I'm, I have to speak the language that is, that is brought, that's given to me that you understand. I can't speak another language because so you won't understand it. Trust me. I, <laughs> being this, in, being in the same, in the, some of the conversations that I've been in, I, the look on people's faces when I speak is like, Mark, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> isn't that funny? I don't actually. This is all just made up. Don't, don't believe a word I'm saying. And when I realized with Tamara, when I realized that if you took it all away, right? If you took the marriage away, you took this away, you took that away, the ceremony, the, the what are those things? The vows and stuff like that, the commitment, whatever that means, right? The, the little piece of paper that you sign, if you took all of that away, all of that, all of that away, I would still be with her, <laughs> you know? Because I'm not, I'm no longer focused on those things. I'm no longer focused on those things to keep me with her. What keeps me with her is a decision, period. That's it. Nothing else. It's not my mom. It's not my aunties. It's not my grandmother. It's not my grandpa. It's not my family. It's not my friends. It's not society. It's my decision. I decided based upon what I see, based upon who she is. And my decision is based upon those things. And then so I decide every single day to be with her because I want to. I need to. I enjoy it. <laughs> it is beyond. It's beyond anything. Once I really started to know her and you know how I did that. You want to know how I did that? I did that by me opening up, by me being completely vulnerable. Vulnerability, right, is the thing that I use to make or to have, if you will, this, this amazing relationship. It's not like, you know, I would never put on a conference that says, that talks about having the best marriage because we, we, we got to get away from those spells. We got to get away from those spellings in order to actually focus on what is at hand, is the actual living being. 
But we're trained to talk about marriage and we're trained to talk about court. We're trained to talk about school. We're trained to talk about jobs and work. All those, we use these words, family, family unit, partner, all these different things that do have little tiny worlds of in the, each word has a world in it that I would imagine, for, at least from who I know, they don't know that that world exists in that word. Understanding. We say understanding all the time and we have no idea what it means. We say entertainment all the time and we have no idea what it means. We have symbols at um, the hospitals. I don't think all of them have them. Um, some of them do, but they have the poly stick and then they have the serpent around it. Okay. Um, and so all of these signs, right? We're focused on the sign, but we don't know the meaning. And that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get at like, I don't want, when it comes to the living being, I'm focused on the living being. And I'm walking towards the living being. And I'm doing things for the living being. I'm not doing things for marriage. It's not like God was like, you know what? Marriage is sacred. No, the living person, I am sacred. The living person is sacred. The living person is sacred. The living, the person that is alive is it. The car, the, the material that God made. <laughs> that's not the sacred thing. We can marvel over the tree. We don't worship the tree. We marvel over the tree. We know that it's a living entity. We know that it it exists. It's massively beautiful. Trees are mass. The big old redwoods and stuff are amazing. Tree. I love trees. Trees and roots are one of one of the many lovely things that that I adore. Other than elephants, elephants are <laughs> uh, my favorite animal. Um, for many, many different reasons, and just the the love and the care they have for each other, um, the loyal, they're loyal. Elephant is loyal, and these are the things that that matter. The living person. So when I decide, I decide each day I want to be with this person. I decide each moment that I love this person. I decide. So with. I don't need to use the words commitment to be committed. I'm just using the language that you understand. I actually don't use, I, I speak the language, I, the, I speak two different languages, probably more. But the one, my, my, the one I speak sort of well, <laughs> sort of well, is English. So that I can communicate to people, but I have another language that I use that most people don't understand what I'm saying. Nor do they give a fuck about what I'm saying. <laughs> they don't care. They don't. They don't care what you know. And that's all good. And my love language, if you will, right? So you can understand this. My love language is I have a certain love, love language, and then then Tamara has a certain love language. My children have a certain love love language. My family has a certain love language. And. I want to learn that love language. I want to know what it is. 
because I want to please that person. I like pleasing that person because I like the reaction. Um, I like to bring joy. It's just, it's who I am. I love to bring joy because that means that person is now relaxed. That that person's now at peace, right? I ne- I didn't necessarily do it. I just fa- helped facilitate that. It's it's a more creative way. I look at marriage um, as a creative entity. I get to create within this entity. I get to create amazing things. We get to build. We get to shape and move our relationship, our inclusion. We we need to we we get to move it in a certain direction, and that brings me joy. And so. When we discuss as the, some of the next podcast, we will be talking about some, some stories and stuff like that. But we're also going to be talking about a little bit about just what I know about marriage and what what that is, um, like what it means, like when you say marriage and then like what it means in the court. Because um, you have to know what these words mean. You have to know what court means. You have to know what bench sitting on the bench. You have to know what these words mean. When legal, you have to know what these words mean. So when you say them, you know what you're talking about. Because when you say marriage, I don't it. That's not talking about the living person. These are contracts. I'm not in a contract with Tamra. The government, the corporation of the United States of America. That is a corporation that is independent yet still tied to the crown right I mean everything on the surface doesn't look like it's tied to the crown but it is that institution is something that we're going to dive into the next podcast I'm not going to do that right now Um, I want to to keep it right here but I do I do definitely want to just kind of let you know what's coming up. Let you know what's coming up again. I say this in the beginning of most of my podcasts. I'm just here, just reporting my experience. That's it. I don't. You don't even believe. Please don't even believe me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't take me seriously. Please don't. Be the best. Fuck the rest. Peace. <laughs>